everybody. How are we doing? And we are back live with another Around the Ropes podcast episode right here. As always, I'm John. I'm joined by the two most well-knowledgeable people in the wrestling world. Let me first throw it over to Mr. Peterson. Ryan, what's going on, buddy? What's going on, guys? How are you doing tonight? <laughs> doing good, doing good. We got a first comment coming in from our friend Billy. What's up, guys? Hey, what's up, Billy? Billy, Billy, Billy. Glad you're watching us tonight. Uh, let me throw it over now to the guy whose team, I actually will admit, made it to the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Costa, <laughs> yes. Costa, what's going on, man? Yeah, everything's good, man. I'm excited to uh, to talk about the Rumble and everything that happened this week in wrestling, so let's get to it, man. Let's oh, yes. It. Yes. We have a lot to get to tonight. We will be joined tonight by current BCW and Pro Wrestling Magic Women's Champion Ruthless Lala will be joining the show tonight. Yeah. And, of course, guys, we'll have all your fallout from the Royal Rumble, and we'll also get into what happened on the last episode of Dynamite, which saw Mark Briscoe make his official debut on AEW TV, taking on Jay Lethal in a tribute to his brother. Mm-hmm. But, guys, actually, before I even get to that, uh, of course, guys, if you want to subscribe to us, you certainly can. Go to our YouTube page. Hit the subscribe button. Of course, you nothing does us wonders. You want to find us on our, on our socials. We're on every social media account you can think of. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. You name it, we're there. But, guys, before we get into any of that, I've been teasing on Facebook the last couple of days. Yeah. And we have a major blockbuster announcement. Mm-hmm. And go ahead. I think for this one, I think for this one, you should go full screen on this one. Oh, yes. Thank you, Mr. Pro- Thank you, Mr. Producer. Carl, of course, is behind the scenes right now. But, guys, if you've been watching the show from the get-go, you know every so often we have some announcements to make. No, we're not trying to become the next Tony Khan here. But every so often we try to make steps. We try to improve the show. And I can officially announce right now that you can now hear our show on all of your streaming platforms so in case you miss us live you can now catch us on apple apple Podcasts, mm. now on spotify TuneIn radio iheart radio you name it we're there so now guys the way this is all going to work out now is obviously we'll have our live show every tuesday night but if you miss the live show you don't have time to go watch us back on youtube go to any of your streaming platforms go to your local podcast store grab it there and you can now hear us live. The Around the podcast will be live as of Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Costa's show will be live as of Fridays at 8 a.m. And Sportsbook yep. will be live as of Saturday at 8 a.m. So that is the announcement right now that we are now available on all of your streaming platforms. So I will. that, that was basically the big announcement. <laughs> so, guys, what do you guys think? Oh man, I'm wow. I'm excited. I'm excited about that, man. That that's what I, that's basically what I've been waiting for for since the beginning of the start of this network here, man. So it's very exciting. It's incredibly exciting. I'm excited about it. Ryan, what about you? No, I'm I'm the same way. It's fantastic. I love it. Because folks, I look at it this way. In case you miss us and you want to listen to the show, but you don't want to sit there and yeah. watch and be at your home going like this, going. Okay, when are they going to get to this? Now, all you just got to do is go to your local podcast store, wherever you get your podcast from, type in the ATR network, and pull it up, and we'll be there 
like I said, usually it'll take about a day or so. Usually the next morning after the show is live is when our, is when the show will be available on yeah. all podcast streaming services. So, guys, it's a, it's a new way to listen to the show and get in touch with the show. But that was the big announcement. But time where all the pleasantries are done, we have a Royal Rumble to get into. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, and we do. 2023 Royal Rumble took place. And, folks, I want to send a big shout-out to our buddies over at the Four Corners Network, John Pun Rodriguez and Chris Rex. They did a watch-along for it. I was on for it. It was so much. It was a lot of fun doing it. And it was it was nice being on it. But let me get your guys' take on this. And everybody who's watching, let me know as well what you guys think. Before we dive into the actual show itself, looking at it from mm-hmm. bird's eye level, Ryan, I'll throw it to you first. Overall, sure. overall, what do you think of the pay-per-view? Or premium live event? I still call it a fucking pay-per-view. That's all there is. And uh I was I was impressed. I, I was I liked it. The fact that they started off hot with the men's rumble match. Um and then they went into the Mountain Dew pitch black match, which that was like okay, that's very interesting. <laughs> and they went to a raw women's title match that should have been on Monday Night Raw. Chastise me if you want. Uh then we had the women's rumble match, and then we had the main event that had basically Something that a lot of us saw coming, but holy shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll definitely we can we'll definitely dive more into it. But Casa, what about you? What were your overall thoughts on the pay per view? Um, I I don't know if we're gonna say this to them, but I'll just say that at the beginning and then reiterate at the end. I think it was a I think it was a nine point five out of ten, nine point five out of ten, and and that, and that's the highest I've rated a pay per view in a in a long, long, long while. I think it was really well done. Really well done. I see what you're saying, and I know I'm going to get chastised for it, but I thought there were some moments on that show that I think could have been done better or could have been done differently. Could have been done differently. Let me phrase it that way. Yeah, yeah. Well, the only thing, the only thing I, the only thing I would say is that um, the o- the only, and I know we're going to get into this afterwards, but the only error that I think the WDB as a whole made is kind of like revealing um, the fact that Cody Rhodes was going to be in the Rumble if they wanted him to win it, which he did, right? Which he did, right? So yeah. I, I think they should have kept that as a su- surprise factor, even though we kind of already knew that it was going to happen. It would be better if he won it by, as a surprise entrant. Well, let's get let's actually dive right into that yeah. because mm-hmm. it started off Saturday, you start off Saturday night with the men's Royal Rumble, yeah. and if memory serves me right, I think the only surprises you surprises you had yeah. were you had Booker T, <laughs> yeah, Edge, yeah, and who I don't remember who the other the third was. Well, I don't know if you can consider Cody to be a surprise. That, that's, what I, that's what I mean. That, that's what I mean. That's but then I who mean. was it? There was I know there was three surprises because there was three empty. There was three. Logan, Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Yes. Oh, Logan Paul. Yeah, 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 yeah. On paper, I felt that the women's rumble was better than the men's. Yeah, of course. I, I yeah, I think so too. I think so too. I, I felt the men's was way too predictable. I don't get me wrong. Before I start getting chastised, don't get me wrong. I think the performance that that Gunther had was Gunther. 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 Yeah. Was incredible. 
I thought yeah. the performance of some of the other guys was incredible. But you, yeah. everybody, everybody, and their mothers knew that Cody was going to win it. Yeah, they, they should have had like um, I don't know how, how I can say that. they should have had like multiple, like multiple end, endings, kind of, or like a, a an ending where like maybe both both um, participants' feet hit the floor, maybe or something like that. So I don't know. Like it should have been a little bit different. Yeah. Problem is. WWE and Kasi, you said this before, and I agree with you. Yeah. WWE kind of put themselves into a pickle here yeah. when they announced that Cody was coming back. And I read something that they said that they were the reason why they announced Cody coming back on the was on the sole purpose that Cody yeah. that they were happy with the other returns that they had. Yeah. Now, obviously, yeah. we saw a lot more returns and debuts on the women's side of thing. Yeah, but with the men's, it was like. For, I mean, first of all, Gunther showing up number one, I was like, wow, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, me neither. But Gunther is an amazing – this should put him over the top, though. He, oh, he's an amazing a competitor. He's amazing. Gunther, to me, solidified himself and got over with the fans. Yes. Uh, absolutely. Yes, yes. He, I, I just poured an article actually about this. You can catch this over at uh, mbsmedia.com. I think Gunther should win the Money in the Bank briefcase. Oh, oh. I really do. That performance he had to me is incredible. And the fact that you have a guy in Gunther who held the NXT UK title for over 800 days, I think 870 days yeah. was the final count, and currently has the IC title for almost 200. And they already mm -hmm. said he's within another. If he holds the title another 200 days, he's going to bring Honky Tonk Man's record. Yeah, that's crazy. But I yeah. like also, but what I like also, then Ryan, I'll get to you in a second on this. What I like what they're doing with Gunther is the presentation. Hell yeah. They're having, they're not having him do 27, 27 Aceitos, 3,000 super kicks, 9 million suicide dives. He's doing simple things, <laughs> but he's there, I love the fact that they presented him as like almost like a, a killing machine, if that's the best way to put it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. That's that's yeah, but, that's the way to put it. Ryan, what's your thoughts on uh Gunther? Uh like I said, uh like I said multiple times, uh they made pretty much they made him a fucking star. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They made him a star. The fact that I don't think anyone had him go the entire time, honestly. I mean, I, I sure as hell did it. No, no. First of all, I, first of all, I didn't have him start at number one. <laughs> second, of all, I, second of all, I didn't have him go an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, I know. That's true. That's insane. That's true. I, I, I love that. Yeah. No, like, John, like John said, in his opinion, his opinion, the men's rumble was predictable. We all knew that because, you know, they decided to say, hey, guess what? Cody Rhodes is going to be back. And guess what? He's going to be in the rumble. What happened to the days of, you know, them actually saying, hey, guess what? Surprise, I'm here. Like, what, what happened with that shit? Yeah, well, yeah, well, like I said, that's the only that's the only problem I had with the rumble. Uh, with the I blame Vince for that one. I don't know. I just blame Vince for everything. <laughs> but, but, even, but even after, uh, you know, it was the final two, they still went another ten minutes. They had a match. They had a match after you know at the end of the rumble. They had their own little match. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and those shots were hard hitting. Oh, every time that go, every time that Gunter did the fucking chop to Cody on the chest, I'm like, ah, my chesticle. No, no, but you can see that. <laughs> you can see like the scabs and shit. It's like well, the shit. funny part is if you watch the press conference that they did right after, and they, I think somebody asked Cody what was it like being in the ring with Gunther, <laughs> and he turned out he goes, he goes, yeah, he made some sort of comment of yeah, I should have never made fun of his name change a couple months ago. <laughs> yeah, that's on you, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> But I thought overall, I mean, okay, I don't want to surprise we were talking about before was Logan Paul. Logan Paul to me basically continued to make the argument about him being a possible main eventer. A possible, um, I, I, mm. I, I don't know about main eventer, but he, he uh, maybe a mid card, maybe in the mid card, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe up, maybe upper mid card. Yeah, upper mid card. Upper, yeah. I would say upper mid, lower main. Yeah, Lord. <laughs> I I will say though, I will say yeah. that with I got to, since we're talking about Logan Paul, yeah. can we talk about that fucking spot between him and Ricochet? Oh hell yeah, the, yeah, that was. you can hear the the slap echo through my my TV, man. I was like, what the hell is this? Holy uh, shit! you can hear that echo all through the fucking desert out there. I know. I know. Yeah. Also, you heard the kaput. I'm like, ooh! That, that was legit. That was legit for real, man. So, I can, so Grant, granted, you know, everyone gives Logan Paul so much shit, but I'm going to be straightforward. He's impressed me in this, in this first few, in, this, in, you know, last, like, year. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Him being a possible main eventer down the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at what he did with Roman back at Crown Jewel. <laughs> the Super Saiyan, yeah. That's he can hold coming. his own. With some of the top guys in this company, I mean, the one thing they pretty much made clear was who he's going to face at Mania. Yeah, Seth Rollins. Yeah, which oh, that was oh, that's no, no, on paper that's going to be. But I know you're going to get those people, those wrestling fans who are going to sit there and say, "Oh, I don't want to see Logan Paul and Seth Rollins in a main in a big match at Mania." You take away from somebody else who deserves it. No, no. First of all, there's two nights of WrestleMania that fell off. Yes. I think they can manage. Oh, yeah. But I think also what you also have to realize, though, Logan Paul is not one of the, To me, Logan Paul, I put him in the same category as Bad Bunny in this sense. They both took it seriously. They're not like the celebrities who come in and to the movie for hot around, coffee. yeah. Joke around, yeah. They actually took it seriously. I think Logan Paul, if I remember correctly, was getting some training done by um, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. There was an image there. Yeah. On the net. Yeah. But I, and I said this before and I'll say this again. My issue with the men's rumble was Cody being announced. Like I said before, had yeah. Cody not been announced, my grade, I'll, I'll give you the. Uh, Mike Gray, which we'll give at the end. I know Cassie. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Too. Yeah, I kind of messed that no, up. No, no, you're fine. But I'll give mine at the end. And that sort of explains part of the reason why my grade is not as high as Costa's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah next match you had was the Dr. The uh, Mountain Dew Pitch Black Neon Glow, whatever the fuck you want to call it, match. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But 
It has a funny, it has a funny name, but it, it, to be honest, it was a pretty good match. It was a pretty good match. Which actually, Billy, if you're watching, I know you just tried the Mountain Dew Pitch Black. I wanted to see what you th- what you think. <laughs> of it. Yeah, let us know how how it tastes. Yeah, let us know how it tastes because I that's what I'm trying to find, and so far none of the supermarkets out here by me have it. Yeah, but yeah, but I like uh, speaking of the match. I, I I like I love Bray Wyatt's character, man. I love it, man. I love it, man. I don't know. The, about you visually, it was fantastic. It was yeah. some of the. It was one of the oddest things I've ever seen. <laughs> On paper, if you take out the fact that it was supposed to be a pitch black match, it was basically a, a uh, false count anywhere. Pretty much. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. It was. Yeah. It was. It was. Well, we don't want to give us a false count anywhere name, so let's come up with a new one. Oh, Mountain Dew, you want to give us ten million dollars to sponsor the match? Go right ahead, floor's yours. <laughs> yeah. No pun intended, because the name was actually on the mat. Yeah. Yeah. But the only part I found interesting with that was the ending. Oh, when on the outside. Yeah. You jumped. Because. First of all, if you watch it closely, Uncle Howdy misses Ellie Knight by like a mile. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, I, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I didn't even. He, he misses him by a good amount. But yeah. the interesting part is this, though. If you look at the next camera shot they had after Uncle Howdy goes off that yeah. thing, the I don't roof. know what the hell that. Just say the you, roof. Yeah, yeah the yeah. roof. You look up and you see the other members of the Wyatt Six up there. Oh, you do? I didn't even. I honestly didn't even notice that, to be honest. Why? You noticed that too, right? What? That after oh, all, all the all the animals. Yeah. So now here's, here's animals. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> but here's the thing, though. I don't think anybody caught this, but those four animals were behind Bray when he was making his way out to the ring. Really? Oh. Hmm. I didn't even notice. Yep. Wow. That I did not notice, but I thought on paper, I thought it was a good match. I, me personally, I love. I was, I was actually, you know, blown away in a good way by. Uh, sorry, I'm doing like three things at once right now. So I apologize if I'm not, you know, as verbal as I normally am right now because I'm doing adulting things. (laughs) Um. (laughs) <laughs> so, go ahead. Fuck, I gotta deal with this later. Um, so one thing I didn't, none of us knew what was you know the what this whole matchup was gonna be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it turned out to be freaking uh, you know a black light. Yeah. I was sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I would say it looked like somebody raided, um, uh, whatchamacallit, Naomi's wardrobe. Uh, Baja she had the zero version, and it reminded me of the Baja Blast with some grape flavor, maybe. I don't know <laughs> if it was, uh, if it was, it was caffeine, ca- I, it was caffeine I can't complain. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I will say this though, in regards to the, the pitch black match, um. I will say someone else pointed this out to me, jokingly, of course, saying, "Huh, you're in a you're using blacklight in a building that has mostly male wrestling fans. What does that tell you?" 
Oh, it was a big innuendo, I'm assuming. Yes. <laughs> this guy picked up on that. But no, I mean, I, I mean, on paper, it, it was a good match. <laughs> yes, Carl? So you guys are talking about this black light match. Yes. If you remember when Bray Wyatt became the fiend, what light were they using for the longest time? Red, red. Red. The red light. So all they're doing is just changing the color of the lighting for his matches. Yeah, I don't think this could be a continuous thing with him. I think it's, this was a one-off thing. God, I hope so. I hope exactly. So. I hope. We hope so. But John, you got to remember, they did that with when he was the fiend. Yeah. This is the six steps of Bray Wyatt. So yeah. they're incorporating the fiend in his matches to a degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, despite the fact that Bray already said that the fiend is dead. <clears throat> ah, the fiend might be dead in his mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to the fans in WWE, yeah. it's not dead. Because if you think about this, the six stages of Bray Wyatt is all his past coming to light now. Mm-hmm. That is true. That's true. That's true. The only thing that has not been brought up was when he was McGillicuddy in NXT <laughs> or the Nexus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, McGillicuddy. No, you mean Husky Harris? Husky Harris. Husky Harris. Husky Harris. Sorry. That's the only time in his career that has not been brought forward. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else is after he left Nexus. To now. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. And what's funny is this is all him. Exactly. It's but awesome. then again, think about the as you just said, John, this is all him. This is his mindset. Yeah. He's the one that designed the fiend mask. Yeah. He's the one that is designing the masks for Uncle Howdy and the other uh, characters. It's not WWE. They're just going along with it. This is his mind. Yeah. Yeah. In a way, it's a sick twist of mind, but it's perfect. Yeah. It's incredible storytelling, to say the least. The whole Bray Wyatt thing right now with the Wyatt Six is on par. I would say right now I'd put it with the bloodline. Yeah. Oh, that's that's another that's another storyline that we gotta get to, man. Oh, really? <laughs> 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 Thanks, Billy. Oh my god! Oh, my god. <laughs> but let's that's go on now to the next match here, because yeah, I, I, let's go on to the next match because we still got a couple more matches to look into. Yeah. Um. You had the. I think it was the Raw Women's Title match. Was next. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Can I tell you right now? I thought on paper this was the worst match of the night. Uh, it had a lot of uh, a lot of uh, botches and, and it was a little bit. It was a little bit uh, choppy. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, was. Yeah. I, I'm not even saying about the botches. What's the one thing they've been pushing with Alexa Bliss? Her and obsession the, with uh, yeah. With Bray, right? Yeah. 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 You never saw that in the match. 
Oh, you saw it afterwards, yeah. Afterwards, you saw yeah. it afterwards, but not during. So yeah. to me, it's like they. To me, it's like they've been going this whole path with Alexa, and then all of a sudden it's. Well, we're not going to continue at your one of your biggest events of the year. Well, again, they did continue it, but not not as you expect, not as any, anybody expected, right? No, but again, but again, the other thing I'm hoping for is that once this feud is that this is the end of that feud. Yeah, they, they yeah. Have yeah. I mean, I'm t- as much as I think Bianca's great. Don't get me wrong. No, she's good. She's good. I think the rust. I think the rust is on. I think the rust is on Alexa's side a little bit. Yeah. Not, I I wouldn't say the rust was on Alexa. I think the problem is coming out of the men's Royal Rumble and that pitch black match. Yeah. It was tough to follow that. I know. And I know. then you got the women's Rumble coming up right after. Yeah. So I don't blame the wrestlers on that much. So much. I blame that more on the match setup. Yeah. 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 I agree. I agree. Because to me, you and we'll get into the women's Royal Rumble in a second here. But you look at that the Royal Women's Title match, and it's like the placement of it. You have all the excitement with the what we just saw leading up to it. I think honestly, the fans were burnt out at that point. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Oh, agreed. I agree. And that's why I said I don't blame Alexa and Bianca. I think they're two of the better female wrestlers that the WWE have. I just think it was the placement of where it was that just went off to me. Yeah, so so in, mm-hmm. in, in hindsight, where would you where would you have uh, have placed it? Honestly, for me, I probably would have switched. To me, I would have done them to open. Oh, them to open. Okay. Had, really? Yeah, I would have had them open. Then you do the men's Royal Rumble. Then, if you want to do the pitch black match and then do the women's, I thought that would have been fine. Okay. Wow. All right. And then we got another comment coming in from Billy who says, I think it's something about Alexa not accepting that she's being helped. She thinks she's in control. Losing makes her need Uncle Howdy. That's... That makes sense. She's not wrong in that because if you notice the last couple of times we've seen Uncle Howdy appear with Alexa, it's been after she lost the match. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. if you remember, that was the same thing that they had when, if you go back to when this whole thing first started with The Fiend, that um, it seemed like every time Bray kept coming out, it was when Alexa was losing. Right, right. So so it's definitely interesting. But now we're going to get on to the Women's Royal Rumble. Because this one, I said, I said it before and I'll say it again. This one right now is one of was the better of the two rumbles. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I loved it. I loved it. I like I personally liked it for the fact that you had an incredible amount of unpredictability. Even though yes, everybody knew it was going to be Rhea. No, I you you can't know I didn't I didn't know it was going to be Rhea. I had a feeling it was I, I I chose it was going to be Rhea. Yeah. But I didn't expect her to start at number 1. I know, yeah. I know. Exactly, exactly. I look at it this way. None of us expected it to be Rhea, but I think it was the obvious choice that it was going to be Rhea. Oh, absolutely. I think when you look at how they started off with Rhea and Liv, and the fact that they were part of the end, the final four, Mm -hmm. tells you that they have big plans, I think, for Liv in 2023. 
Oh hell yeah! Well, cons well, considering also last night they announced she announced that she's going to be facing off against Charlotte Flair at Mania. Yeah, but I want to get into some of the other names that kind of I think put their stamps on having a big twenty twenty three. Okay. And the first one for me is Raquel Rodriguez. Ooh, you, you know what? Yeah. You know what? After like, okay. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I don't know if it's. I maybe I wasn't maybe I wasn't paying attention. Uh, to, and it's, I, I can't say I'm not paying attention. Oh, well, hold on, hold. Costa, Costa, hold on. What? Ryan, our guest is here. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay. So, is that what you said? Hold on. Yeah. Okay. We'll get we'll get back into um talk about Royal Rumble momentarily, but Ryan, would you be so grateful to introduce Is it who I think it is? It is. Okay, okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as I'm trying to find myself right now, I uh, our guest is here. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we wanted to bring her back on. We were supposed to at the beginning of the year, but you know, Things on our end did not go as planned, but we finally got her back on here. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is my distinct honor and privilege to bring to you Miss What Did Larry Do, the Ruthless Lala. Hold on. Oh, there goes Lala. There she is. Hi, Hello. Lala. Oh, my God. What's going on, guys? What's going on, Lala? I mean, I'm. I am. Uh, I am actually resting. Uh, I'm on a little, on a little, uh, a little bed rest uh, for a few days. But uh, I gave my word, so I wanted to make sure that I came in and come and hung out with you guys for a little bit. I'm not gonna stay long, but I'm coming hang out with y'all for a little bit. I totally understand. But how have you been? Uh, I'm good, except for being on bed rest. Collecting belt, beating the shit out of people <laughs> respectfully, disrespectfully. <laughs> um, Slapping hoes, hitting hoes, you know. Just hoes. Oh, oh, God, speak it. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'll go right ahead. I'll be right back, folks. So, Miss Lala, at the beginning of this year, there was an issue. A incident that transpired that a high cast went to apologize to somebody and used their government name instead of their <laughs> work name. So I asked you your personal opinion about this. Do you want to touch on this, or do we just go right into other questions? Um, if if I present myself to you, if I present myself to you as Ruthless Lala, whether you know me as my government name, regardless, you don't do it. You don't say it. You know, um, there's only a very small amount of people that I let call me. Uh, by my government name. So it's not a lot of people that can get away with it. So um that guy on the other hand, there's just no helping him. He's stupid. Just dumb as fuck. Um and it wasn't even an apology. You were you were trying to be you're trying to be funny and smart, but you just look as stupid as shit. Um 
if you're gonna ever if you're gonna ever um thank you if you're gonna ever interview somebody do your homework do your research you know um don't just automatically think that because this person is coming on your podcast or because you've talked to this person in their spaces for a few times that you're close with them to where you can call them by their government name. That's, that's not how that rocks. You know what I'm saying? And this is not the first time I had to put him in his place. So after this time, you know, he got massively more blocked than what he was to begin with. So it's like, Hey, and I'll be honest with you, Lala, I've seen you. I know who you are. We've spoken outside of the podcast. Yes, I know your government name, but I would never do that. It is disrespectful. And when I heard what was said, I just turned and said, oh, hell no. That's why I approached you about talking about it here on the show. And you were gracious enough to say, yeah, I'll come on. Like you said, if you know the person, it doesn't matter who they are. If they are a performer, the government name should never be used. Right. And what he did was totally disrespectful in my eyes to you as a performer. Because not everybody knows your government name. They know you by your ring name. And that's the way it should be. I would have felt that after people watched my feud with Isaiah, that they would know not to call me by my government name. Um, <laughs> yeah. But apparently they they didn't get that memo. So eh, it is what it is. Uh I don't I don't worry about it. Uh the there's true power in the block button. Um so <laughs> it doesn't bother me at all. So now that we brought that out, I wanted to bring up something that happened on New Year's uh -oh. Eve. New Year's Eve at Pro Wrestling Magic, you became the new women's world champion. How does hey, that feel? Congratulations. Um man, I don't I don't I don't really feel like um I've still drunk it in yet. Uh <laughs> it's still something that uh Oh yeah, excuse me. It's still something that's um unreal. Um hard work uh does pay off. Um and it was it was good to be able to focus, you know, and not be um at war with, you know, my best friend, my wrestling nephew, Isaiah Wolf. So um I knew what I wanted to do. And I wasn't going to settle for anything else. And, um, man, it's been crazy, yo. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an honor. It's a pleasure. I'm going to put as much prestige as I can on that belt. And I'm going to just keep collecting belts as much as possible, you know, respectfully. And as I said, and I've already like had like a title of defense. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's cool as well. Uh it was uh I defended I defended the championship, um the Pro Wrestling Magic Women's Championship in Ohio. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's amazing. But as I also said to you after the show, 
it is a well-deserved honor to have you as that title, that title holder. Oh, Shucky's, thank y'all. <laughs> also, too, the entire faction is one of the most talented faction I have seen in years. Yo, I keep telling people, you know, it's a... I'm not even gonna. Say, it is it, beyond talent. You you, you have by far one of the most family dominant, dominant, dominant family, one of the most dominant family factions ever. You know what I mean? Like um, whatever whatever type of style you want to try to bring it prolific, you know it's gonna it's gonna legitimately get answered because you know you have four individuals that are hybrids in their own way that can give you any and everything that you're asking for. So um to be part of prolific, to be part of that family, um, I'm having a blast. Uh still just getting started. Uh stay tuned because uh best belief I'm going to continue. Uh we're going to continue to show our naked ass respectfully. Uh not figuratively. Uh so yeah. Yo, just want to eat that out there to make sure. <laughs> But the family is one of the most talented ones I've seen in a long time. And I can't wait to see what more titles you guys can take. Well, thank you. Appreciate that very much. Yes. John Costa, do you have any questions for our guest? Uh, sure. I, I wanted to know. Uh, so uh, to start your wrestling career was there a particular moment that that you had or or you saw on tv or whatnot or in a, an event that you went to that made you say that you wanted to be in the wrestling business was it a childhood memory something like that no um i was literally just watching tv and uh stumbled upon it and uh it was um I remember it was the Undertaker um, against Yokozuna, if I'm not Ooh. mistaken. Oh, and uh, it was around it was around that era where he was getting ready to get betrayed and like all that craziness. If not earlier than that, like like I'm old as fuck and I can't really pinpoint it. But it was around that time. It was the Undertaker I was watching that. Uh, Wait, you know, so you ain't old. <laughs> I said what the fuck I said. Um. So <laughs> so it it, it was a. Uh, it was an undertaker that captivated me that made me like, yo, yeah. I can do this. Yep. So nice, nice. Perfect. <laughs> John. Uh Lala, Mike, my, my only question I got for you, obviously you're you're not only you're the current pro wrestling magic women's champion, you're also the current BCW women's champion. Also Would the Gen Pro Women's Champion. Also, Gen also one half of the WSU <laughs> World Tag Team Champions. I have four <laughs> belts. People fail to realize that I have four belts. Yes, yes. Which which of those title wins, in your opinion, was probably your your biggest moment, or which which belt do you hold closer to you? Let me put it that way. All of them. Uh, there's there's I don't there's no. There's no different feeling for any championship belt I have. Uh, every belt that I have 
is because I went above and beyond and I didn't take no for an answer to mm-hmm. become your new mm-hmm. women's champion or tag team champion. You know what I mean? So it, it's, I hold all of them very dear to my heart. They're just, it, it's, I look, I give those belts the same respect that I give my close friends and my family. Uh, you try to mess with them, we got a problem. Um, running a belt March 19th, um, was something that was was crazy and amazing at the same time because you know as like when I returned back to professional wrestling, uh, winning um, the Pro Wrestling Magic Women's Championship belt um, was something that just added on to you know me returning and not stopping until I got what I want and not stopping until I got back to where I used to be before you know I had to step down. Um, and then winning the Gen Pro Women's Championship, it's you know it's been a lot. And then at the same time, I've been knocking out my dream matches. So it's a uh, everything. It, it's 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 not just about the championships for me. It's about the journey thus far since March nineteenth up until now. Uh, it's a it's a very huge big difference. I'm not that same person that I was March nineteenth. Um, it took me a while. You know, because sometimes, you know, I am my worst critic. So, like, sometimes I have to stop and just really look back at where I came from and be like, hey, fucker, be proud. Hey, where you came from? Like, you know what? You're right. My bad. That's on me. So, <laughs> so my last question for you, Lala, is New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, actually, at BCW. You won the match, they restarted it, and you lost. Mm-hmm. Are you going to have a rematch to show that you did win that match? I, um, O'Shea has moved on and is going on to other things that, you know, I guess that he has that he wants to achieve. And that's good for him. I am happy for him. I would never knock anybody's hustle and I would never give, uh, I would never take away anybody's respect or grind or shine. And uh, by far, O'Shea Edwards is by far one of the most dominant fucking super heavyweights that um, I've ever known, you know, and uh, to get in the ring with him and to last um, I didn't have no help. It was just me and O'Shea. Um, that match meant a lot to me that a lot of people don't understand. And even if I went into trying to um, describe it now, it, a lot of, it, it was still beyond comprehension. Um, I'm not done with O'Shea Edwards. I don't, I don't care how many people think that I'm crazy or how many people think that I should mind my business or stay in my lane or, 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 or however they want to look at it. I do what the fuck I want to do. I'm not scared of nobody. Never mm-hmm. have been, never will be. Um, I have something that I need to prove. And the fact of the matter is, I said I was going to walk in and I was going to knock O'Shea's head off. And I did exactly that. Yes, you he did. went night night. He was sleeping. And I beat him. One, two, three. But yet with the unnecessary bullshit in my match, um, 
after getting to watch little clips, you know, here here we are. So <clears throat> I hope he enjoys, you know, wrestling and doing what he do and being on shows because I'm not done with him. And the more he wants to ignore me, the more he's going to understand that that is by far the worst mistake that he can make. Um, he mm. thinks it's a game. Um, he's not paying attention. And that's cool. I like when somebody underestimates me. Because then when I just sawed off and whoop their ass and pull up once again, you know, it's even more sweeter for me. So um, I'm not done with O'Shea Edwards at all. Uh, this is not the last time. You're going to see Ruthless Lala versus O'Shea Edwards. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to get my rematch, uh, whether he likes it or not, disrespectfully. Because wow. O'Shea Lala, actually, me and John were there New Year's Day, and you were disrespected by him badly. And when they restarted the match, I'm the loudest person you heard in there saying this was bullshit. I think I think you and Isaiah was like going head to head. Bullshit. Loudest, but I think I overpowered him a little bit. But oh, no, he disrespected you, and now he's running like a little bitch because he's afraid of what you're going to do to him. Wow. He can do that. It's fine. Um, I've literally been you working on my anger. Day. I mean, I've been, I've, I've been working on my anger because, you know, uh, sometimes my anger can get the best of me and it can cloud my judgment. Uh, but this is not one of those, hey, you beat me and I'm not done with you. Like, I beat your ass. Point blank, period. I whooped you. I showed you what that Larry did, and I also made you breathe. So, with that being said, um, you can say what you want to say. But once again, I did exactly what I said I was going to do. You took his head off. And this wasn't a match that ended how it should have ended. I don't like that. Um, so, best believe, we're, we're going to definitely run it back. Uh, whether he feels like he's not going to, I'm gonna fuck how he feels. I'm getting a rematch. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm already hyped for this match. Whenever it happens, I got, I gotta find a way to see this. Wow, <laughs> this is <laughs> a professional promo right here. Good job, Miss Miss Lala. You are. I, I will say this: you are one of the best, if not the best, in this industry. So when you do get that rematch. I know you're definitely gonna win for that fact and get your get your title back. Now to one I to what to my last question. Is there an arena or a destination that you haven't wrestled in yet that you would like to wrestle in? Oh yeah, man. Uh me, uh myself and Wolf talk about it a lot and uh Really want to wrestle in the 2300 arena. Um, that's something that um, it means something to myself uh, as well as him um, for different reasons. And uh, now, man, that's uh, oh man, that'd be dope shit. Um, <laughs> the um, man, I'm trying to remember 
I'm trying to remember where it was. Um, GCW had a show there. Um, it was in New York. It was an historic venue. Um, you talking about the world on GCW? I believe it was. Is it, uh, is it in Philly? No, no, not in Philly. Yes. No, it was in New York. Yes, it is. Ha yeah, Hammerstein. Hammerstein Ballroom. There. The Hammerstein Ballroom. There. Like, oh, that would be dope as shit. Oh, um, Madison Square Garden. I would love to. Yes. Um, yes. I can't think of the other ones right now, but like, just, yeah. Madison Square Garden. Oh, yeah. That would be amazing. Like I like I said previously, you are one of the best wrestlers in the business, and I wish you the best of luck with all of your future endeavors. That uh, congratulations on all the championships you've won, and thank you very much for being here. It's an honor to interview you, and we appreciate your presence here. It's very very welcome. So thank you very much. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank John. Don't have a don't 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 have a heart attack. Okay, we're good. Okay? Ah. We're good. Yeah. I'm good. John, she'll hit you with a lariat. Oh, I, I please somebody record it. Please somebody record Russell it. Russell is always trying to get John hit. Yeah. So maybe one day, Lala, you missed your target and you hit John. <laughs> Let's. Actually, I forgot, Lala. You have a bone to pick with John from the last time you were on the show. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what? You know what, John? you know what? I'm going to tell you like this. Only because only because it's the new year. And, and, and I'm going to give him a uh, We're not going to worry about it right now. Like, I'm, I'm not going to watch it because I'm going to still fuck you up. But not right now, okay? So you're good. You know, you're good to, to be free and live your life. I, you need to. And uh, when it's time for me to chastise you, uh, when I'm ready, I'll let you know. You know, I ain't going to sneak you. I'm going to let you know the time and date when I'm going to whoop your ass so you know when it's coming. Um, Respectfully. And then after that, you know, we're going to have a couple of shots and just go on with our day. Okay, that works. <laughs> that works for me. <laughs> That's why I say on her good side. Because I don't want to get hit with that lariat. I like this little bald head I got. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, guys, I'm going to get off of here. I'm going to let y'all go ahead and continue doing y'all show. I love y'all. I appreciate all the love and support that uh, y'all have given me uh, thus far and continue to give me. Uh, I'm sending all my positive vibes and energies to y'all. Y'all have by far an amazing night. Thank you for having me on. Um, I'll Any other time I can come on. I gladly will. Thank y'all for having me. And like, I massively appreciate y'all. Like I said, Lalo, the door is always open for you to come back on. I love y'all and I appreciate it so much. Thank y'all. All right. Go get one, some Lala. sleep and we'll be in touch. Peace out. That was Ruthless Lala. Carl, why do you always have me getting killed by every wrestler we ever have on this show? You were the one that opened your mouth that night, John. Okay, okay. Maybe I got hit in the head too many times, or you know, just a lot of things in my head. Remind me again what was said. Yeah, um, yeah it, was, it was a long time ago. Yeah, actually, Mr. Peterson was there when we had this interview, so he can remember a little bit better than I can. You got to remember, I'm old now, John. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not old. That reminds me, AARP called and want to know when you want to join them. 
All right, why don't we do this? Why don't we cut to a commercial break? Yes. <laughs> we'll cut to a commercial break. We'll come back. Ryan should hopefully re- will hopefully be rejoining us. Yep. And then we will get more into the Royal Rumble. You're watching Around the Ropes right here on the ATR Network. Yep. Hey, folks. This is Carl from the ATR Network. Just want to let you know we have a brand new sponsor. It's Doobie Energy. All your energy drinks with no jitters and no crash. Check this out. See you next time. are back right here live on the Around the Rose podcast like we are every Tuesday night. You can catch us. We're live right here on the ATI Network YouTube page. The- and Ryan Peterson is back. Oh, hi, guys. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Dancing Queen is back. Welcome back. Oh! Mr. Wow. Nope. I'm not going to say what I'm going to say because we're, <laughs> <because> we're live. <laughs> okay. Uh, before we get back into the rumble, yeah, Ryan, you have the better you have a better memory for things. Um, what did I say? Apparently, that Lala wants to uh, at some point down the road. Uh, to be honest, I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, I really don't. None of us remember. Yeah, none of us remember. I think it was something about her. Performance, I think it was, or something. Oh, what? basically translation. This is something that Carl said, but said that I said. Okay, I remember now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get back to the rumble talk, shall we? Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's get back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get back to the rumble talk because we still got some more to do with that. Because, guys, uh, right before our interview with Lala, we were just getting into the women's rumble and want to get into some of the surprises that we saw. Because we, but of course. we ended up seeing one that Ryan actually knows this particular female wrestler quite well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Very, very well. Yeah, yeah. Miss Chelsea Green. Ooh. Why are you shushing me? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I oh, my God. I played right into it. And you call yourself a wrestling fan? Jesus Christ, John. But I would have called. Hold on, right? I want to call out the IWC on one thing, mm-hmm. and this is probably me doing something that I shouldn't be doing, but I have to. Oh God, here we go. The people who are in the IWC who you call yourselves wrestling fans, who were bitching a blue streak after Chelsea Green got eliminated in nine seconds. Five. Five. Okay, I, I know. I know it was a short amount of time. Why are people? I don't see people are bitching that. Oh, WWE did her dirty. No, they didn't. You got you guys you have to remember. They're giving. They're making her the Karen. They're giving her a Karen character. A caring. A wow, a caring character. Okay. Yes. Which, which was which was show, which was showcased a little bit more last night on Raw, yes. especially especially with her first words back in WWE, 
as she's tapping on the shoulder of Adam of Postman Pierce, Adam Pierce, saying, Hi, are you the manager? I'm like, that's a Karen move in itself. Yeah. Now, for the older population of our fan base who may not know what the term Karen is. That's Karen! Um, I wasn't going to go that far, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Karen is somebody who complains a lot and will complain about every little thing. Pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh! oh. <laughs> he said it, really, not me. Ryan? Really? <laughs> Well, you know, what? I, you know what? I'll take back what I said because for the first time, folks, if you if you haven't been, if you've been paying attention for the last god three four months, he's no longer using AOL three minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna be nice because we're live, but I don't care for this. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> okay, Urkel. Did I do that? <laughs> speaking of which, how Carl, speaking of which, Carl, how's your favorite wrestler Darius Carter doing, by the way? Uh oh. Um, well, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm sorry. I he got bumped down because now your new number, that your new number one favorite is the longest reigning Ace Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. The hashtag absolute Alvin Alvarez. You mean the paper chump? What are you talking about? He ain't a paper chump. He's a true champion, damn it. He's a paper chump. Uh oh. Don't listen to him, folks. (laughs) Get him back into WWE. You're biased, Ryan. I'm not biased, I'm smart. Oh shit! Uh-oh. Okay, I, I'm. Yeah. Uh, seven thousand one hundred fifty-seven ways for Carl to kill Ryan. I was. Are, are you having a stroke there, John? Are you? I. I... English. I want to get back into talking WWA. Okay. Let's okay. Do that. Let's, do let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that. I love what they did with the with the women's because they, like I said before, you had a lot. So I want to just kind of backtrack here a little bit. Yeah, so we yeah. talked about Chelsea Green, the fact that she's back. Um, I said this Ryan to you off air. I could see her being put into like these battle royals now for the next couple of months, mm-hmm. and being the first one eliminated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. ultimately, in the long run, I can see her going for one of the titles by probably SummerSlam. Probably Summer. Wow. Um, well, I mean, I mean, the twenty four seven title is defunct now, so I don't know. I I know she would actually be now that I see her character, like she would actually be the perfect candidate for for that. Right? She would. Be, she would be actually because she would because you know just like regular characters in real life, she will complain her way to the title. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that actually. Looks yeah. like we got a new comic coming in. Yes. Yeah. Hold on, give me a second here. Oh. Oh, there goes the comic. There we go. When will CM Punk be returning to AEW? 
When does he when invoke he... his rematch clause? Uh, we ain't talking about that. Next. <laughs> Thank you for the question, but at the same time, we're not talking about that tonight because we got better things to talk about. Oh, okay. I'm being straightforward right now. Yeah, I want to. I want to stay on on target here because we're doing pretty good. Yeah. Let, let's just let's just say that let's just say that person is like three months behind. Um. <laughs> what what happened? Carl transferred his internet to him. No, I think Carl got his internet from him. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking. Of Speaking of male Karens, speaking of the devil, um, oops. Loving the show so far. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. No, worries, no, dude, no, worries, no dude, worries, dude, no, dude, no, dude, no apologies necessary. No apologies necessary. You're good, man. You're good. Yeah, yeah. And if you have any comment, and if you have any, you know, just want to say, if you have any problems, the one not just blame this guy up here. Um, blame Canada. No. Nah, you don't blame you don't blame you don't blame Canada for anything, boss. You blame you you. You You're blame the bubble. Yeah, exactly. Okay, <laughs> so back, back to talk about the rumble. Oh yeah, that's, that was the thing. Um. Thank, thank you. Thank, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. To, tell your friends about us. Um. So anyway, back to the rumble. And actually, I kind of want to give a. I kind of want to pre. You know, announce the surprises that they had, if you don't mind. Go ahead. I have the entire rundown right here. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we had uh, B-Fab in her third match ever, <laughs> which I didn't even know she wrestled. Yeah, me neither. Uh, also, the NXT Women's Champion, Roxanne Perez. Oh, that was interesting. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Natalia returned after being gone for three months. I'm... I'm... You know what, man? Uh, also, Zoe Stark from NXT appeared in the Rumble. Yeah. Uh, let's see, let's see. Asuka returned with a with that Kana look. Ooh. I love it. That is one thing I want to get to. You know what? She's one of the most intriguing characters to, to ever, I think, to ever, that's ever going to come up in WWE, man. I'm excited to see where they take her. With the, with the kind of character, it's going to be astronomical. Oh, I, I love it. Uh, let's see who else. Um, oh, yeah. After that, formerly known as Jewdrop. Thank fucking God they dropped that name. Yeah. Yeah. It's Piper Niven. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. She's she's going to do a, a great job. And then after that was a returning Tamina. Well, speaking of both, they're going to have a, I think they're going to end up having a feud at some point, right? Oh, here's the thing. They had a match about a few months ago, back in October, I think, and it was just, and it was and it was only three minutes. Maybe they can actually give them more time. Yeah. Oh wait, wait. You mean uh, you give the women more than thirty seconds? I know, right? Um, let's see. Chelsea Green, whose entrance was longer than the than her appearance in the Rumble. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Ugh, Lacey Evans next. Uh. Michelle McCool, who came from the front row, by the way. Oh, that was cool. That was cool. That was clever. I'll give him that. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Uh, then after that was also from NXT, Indy Hartwell. Yep, that was good. And then the final entrance, 
which whoever ran the timer or shit like that should be suspended or fired because he fucked up the surprise. It was someone that John loved oh so much, as you saw him on the live stream. He was, let's just say he was thinking of Krispy Kreme donuts after this. It was Nia Jax. Boo! Now, here's an interesting fact. Sorry, I just had to do that. Nia Jax has not signed a contract at all with WWE. So, a few of them, a few. I learned that. I learned that uh, about a couple of years ago. It wasn't just her. It wasn't just her. It was um, a few other people that decided to do like you know like one day contracts. Not even a one day contract. It was well, a guest appearance. Well, that's what they call a one-day contract. That's the, that's the way I say a one-day contract. Long-term contract in mind for Nia Jax. No. Well, what you saw is all you're going to get for a long, long time. Really? Pretty much. Maybe even to next year. Really? Wow. It was a one-time deal. Wow. But I, I was. I didn't know. But I was, But but when I heard that music, I'm like, wait, that sounds so familiar. Like, what the hell? And then I hear, you know, again the song, the song that uh, that's number one on John's Spotify playlist. I know my nose, girl. I thought it was my home. What? I thought it was my home. <laughs> my home. Um. Now here's another interesting fact <laughs> about your home. No. <laughs> <laughs> Natalia tweeted out. Her outfit for this match yeah. was the same designer that did her father's and uncle's gear in the eighties. Yeah, I noticed that. I think the hat. I think the hat was her father. The hat was her father's. The outfit was designed was, by the same woman. Yeah. that did both. Her uncle and her father's. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Heart Foundation itself. Oh, that's sick! That's sick! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was pretty cool. That's cool. Also, um, Nia Jax. Speaking of Nia Jax, her apparently her her attire was uh, inspired by the Bloodline. Apparently, I didn't realize, but it was. That, they're all family. She's she's related to them. Cool stuff. I, I know, I know, but I didn't. I, I said I didn't realize at the time that it was really Ryan. I know. Yes, I know. Right. I know they're related, Ryan. I know they're related, Mister Peters. No, I, no, I know that. I know that, Costa. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, Costa. It was about something else, actually. All right, we'll sway it off there. Okay. <laughs> All right. But now it's time for the main event. Main oh, event. oh God! I'm going to tell you right now. The main event, the match itself. Was it a Meltzer 12-star match because it had all your moves and Asteidos? And it wasn't in the Tokyo Dome. Exactly. It had the one thing that is not done anymore in professional wrestling. Storytelling. Bingo. And they only went for less than 20 minutes. Because what I loved about that was what happened at the end. Oh, hell yeah. That reaction. Uh, hold on. I will commend I will commend Kevin Owens for a guy his size doing moves like that, including that picture perfect swanton. 
Holy shit. Whoa. Ryan's mic cut out. My mic cut out? Can y'all hear me? I can hear you. Oh, what the hell was that? I have no idea. My mic didn't cut out. But anyway, the the, uh, the swanton that he did, holy shit. But now, there's an interesting question I want to bring up to you guys and to everybody who's watching as well. Yeah. WWE right now is kind of in a pickle. Yes. And, and it's, a good, it's a good position that they're in. What? Hold on, John. I hate to cut you off here. Yes. No. You'll forget it. For those that didn't watch the Rumble, why don't we give them? A, why don't I give them a little bit of a visual picturesque of what transpired? Well, yeah, you're kind of leaving out as to why. Okay. Unless yeah, Carl, you got something that's after they went off the match. This was okay. after they went off the air. No, they were still on the air when they did. They just weren't talking. Uh, they were still on the air. After. Oh, no. It was after the match. So, of course, you know, of course, you know, the bloodline is beating down Kevin Owens, blah, blah, you know, beating down. All of a sudden, they decided to get, all of a sudden, Roman Reigns decided to get a little kinky and pull out some handcuffs from his pants. <laughs> Must have raided John's closet. Um, oh, God. <laughs> um, so, when it, came, when it came to that. Yeah. <coughs> excuse me. Um, they handcuffed Kevin Owens to the, they handcuffed, you know, Kevin Owens to the ropes. Yeah. And, you know, I guess the Usos are making fans of the Young Bucks because they kept doing super kick, super kick, super kick, super, the fucking super kick party. They beat his ass. And that, pretty much. And, you know, Kevin's just dangling there. Roman Reigns takes the chair and he's about to hit him. Kevin Owens, and then Sammy Zane steps in front of him like, whoa, whoa, this has gone too far. This has gone too far. And Roman's like, you're right. You're right. Hands him the chair. And says you do it, and he's like, "No, wait, what? No, 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 no! I, I don't, I don't, I know, I don't." He's like, "He's like, he's not your family. I'm your family. Do it." Yeah. And you know, Sammy took the chair. He was hesitating. Roman gets up in his face, saying, "You know, if it you know wasn't for me, you wouldn't be doing all this and whatnot." You know, pretty much getting in his face. Roman turns around. And he's taunting Kevin Owens. All of a sudden. I think I think they broke the sound barrier in that fucking building and on the feed too, because because all of a sudden you see Sami Zayn take up the chair, wax Roman Reigns in the back, and the pop was insane. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now after and then after that, he drops he drops the chair. He looks at the Usos and Jay, and Jay is like, "What are you doing? You know, he's not your family." He's not your brother. I'm your brother. You know the whole thing or whatnot. And then here come, and then you know Jimmy, Solo, and Roman are beating the hell out of Sami Zayn. But who's standing in the corner? Then Jay Uso, because again, storytelling at its best. For those that don't remember, during the the Thunderdome Pandemic era, Jay was forced to join Alliance. With Roman Reigns, yes. back in 2020. 2020, yeah. Almost three, almost three years. Yeah, almost three years. And the fact that you know, 
And then, you know, Jimmy's looking at the like, you know, come on, join us and whatnot. Jay gets out of the ring and he's walking to the back. I wonder leaving what's his bloodline behind. Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen with Jay, with Jay Uso. That's, I had that's one problem really in that entire match. At the end, what? I had one problem. Okay, what, what, what is it? Roman did not sell that chair shot. No. Oh, the chair that shot? That was the biggest mistake they made. You want that disrespect from Sami Zayn? Sell that chair shot. You sold it better when Seth Rollins turned his back on you. I mean, to be fair, Seth Rollins actually actually winded up. Sammy did it. Correct. But still, sell the chair shot. It, it, it's funny that everybody mentions the chair shot because I, I saw this somewhere, and I don't remember where it was, but it, it said that two of uh, the worst moments of Roman Reigns' life. life and started with a chair with a shot mm -hmm. to the, the back with a chair so mm -hmm. the first one was when seth rollins turned yeah. on the shield exactly and joined the authority and yeah. now sammy Zayn turning his back on roman exactly exactly but then again back then roman sold the chair shot yes seth wound up for it sammy did but still sell it that's mm. part of the storyline Sell the damn moves. Yeah, you're you're not wrong on that at all. And this is coming from a fan, not somebody that's doing a podcast. This is somebody from a fan. A fan's perspective, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, Basically, that's what our show is. It's a fan's perspective. But for me, that whole chair shot meant nothing because Roman didn't sell it. It was like, oh, it's another move. Okay. Look. If he sold it better, I would have been like, "What the hell just happened?" But it's like, yeah, okay. No, uh, me personally, because just because of the sound of the chair shot, that I I was I was hyped. I, I don't care. Like, I was just concentrating on the sound that it caused. Right? That was that was crazy. And the reaction yeah in the arena from the fans in the arena. Yeah, that was that was. I've was seen better selling in an independent wrestling show. Than what Roman did. Really? Okay. All right. Well, I, I, me personally, I can tell you that I, I, I enjoyed the moment. I, I think Sammy is, uh, Sammy is on another level now. So, I mean, it, don't it, get me wrong, Casa. It was great that they finally turned Sammy against the bloodline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you want that story to go further with the bloodline and Sammy? Do it a lot better. That's all mm. I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. But now this brings up an interesting thing now. And this is the question I was gonna ha I was gonna ask beforehand. Yeah, go ahead. You're WWE. First of all, I feel sorry for Cody big time. Why? Because the problem is look at the position WWE's in right now with Sami Zayn. Okay. It's reminiscent of Daniel Bryan headed into WrestleMania thirty. Where the fans wanted Brian, they didn't want but uh, what's his face, Batista. Because if you remember, WrestleMania 30 was originally only supposed to be uh, Randy versus Batista, but because Punk walked out, they had to get somebody else into that into that moment. So that's why they started the whole Daniel Bryan thing. 
now that you have that and you have Cody back, obviously we all know Roman's facing Cody and Los Angeles at for at WrestleMania. But in your guys' opinion, and anybody who's watching this, leave it, leave it, leave your answers to this question as well. Who's more over as a babyface, Sammy or Cody? Sammy. Uh, I, uh, yeah, well, you know, this is as a difficult. Night, this is a difficult. Sammy. This is difficult to answer. This is difficult to answer. It is. It's difficult because. Okay, this is how I see things. I, I might be spoiling it for people, but this is how I see things. So I don't think it, when you say um, there, there's a contradiction between uh, sorry, Cody and Sammy, it's not because Sammy, I think they're gonna do like a three, like a six man tag, right? So for for the rest, WrestleMania, right? They're gonna do probably a six man tag for Sammy and and Jay Uso and uh, whoever, right? So. I don't think it. I don't think it, it. It has any contradiction with what they're doing with Cody Rhodes. To be honest, Casa, I get what you're saying, but just think about it this way: you have over a hundred thousand people in SoFi Stadium from yeah. India. Carl, yeah. I'll get to you in one second. Yeah. Um, you know damn well you see wrestling events, especially here in a big city like Los Angeles. Yeah. If they don't pull the trigger. Or they have some sort of shenanigans happen at chamber. Let's say something happens. I can guarantee you that people are going to boo Cody because it's not Sammy. No. No. I from, from what I saw from what I saw yesterday, I don't I don't think anybody's gonna boo Cody, man, under any, any circumstance, man. I don't think so. I don't think so. But think of this. Okay, Chamber's the next one. Okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What would be the biggest story right now going into Chamber? It's in if Montreal. It's in Montreal. So Sammy, Sammy is going to find, has to find a way to get over somehow, right? Uh, more over than he already is, right? All he, all, he has to do, all he has to do is show up to the building. And he's yeah, over. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, what would be the biggest pop for Sammy right now? If he won, if he won, if he won, probably uh, in Montreal. When what? The chamber. No. He's not in the chamber. No. The championship. Ryan's thinking where I'm going with this. Go ahead. Go ahead, Carl. Tag team titles with teaming with Kevin Owens against the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's winning I, the titles. That's what I tried to say. That's what I tried to say. That they're gonna instill install Sammy into a tag team situation. That's what I tried. Actually, to I kind of see where Cross is going with this. Okay, can I can I say my say on this whole thing? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, getting back to John's statement, you know, saying it's like a thing of our situation. Not really. I know you're saying that because they both had long hair and a beard, but. <laughs> But hear me out. Mm-hmm. Back then, it was, you know, Daniel Bryan that everyone wanted to see, and the other person was Batista that nobody wanted to see. This year, it's different because Sami Zayn is consistent, and everyone loves seeing Cody Rhodes. Like Costa said, especially after what we saw last night, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to boo Cody Rhodes, honestly. They're not. So, what they're going to do, what they're going to somehow do is, I said this for months. 
Yeah. That that at Mania, at Mania in LA, Sammy will be in a title match, but not for the WWE World Universal Mickey Mouse title, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. But for the tag titles, because at Chamber, I'm calling it right now. It's going to be a six man tag because I have a very strong feeling that Jay is that Jay is going to be going back to his dickish ways. You know, this is all a ruse. Six man tag. The Usos and Roman Reigns taking on Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens. Here's the catch. Kevin, Sami, and Cody win for two reasons. One, hometown pop, of course. But two, Roman doesn't get pinned. Yeah. Jay does. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that'll make and that'll make Roman go on his little tire and saying, you know what? This is all your fault. So you know what? At Mania, you and Jimmy, you know the you know, the greatest tag team of the last decade. You're gonna put those titles on the line against I mean against uh Sammy and I think it's not Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. And have and have them have them have a ring of honor style world title, world tag team title match. Like you know, the four of them can easily fucking do on that level. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then have Sam, and then have Sammy and Kevin win the tag titles at Mania. Yes, yes, yes. Because you're building up for the Elimination Chamber in Montreal. Yeah. Because we have to have a hometown pop of winning the tag titles there, but why not do it on a bigger scale in front of you know eighty, ninety thousand people? I agree. I agree. That's good. Yeah, that, that's good too. Yeah. And again, you're continuing the storyline of Sammy getting of uh, two storylines. Sammy get you know Sammy and Kevin with you know you know the bloodline, but also throwing Cody into the mix because he won the Royal Rumble match and he's facing Roman Reigns at Mania. Yeah, that works. That works. That definitely works. I wouldn't be surprised if we see that too. Yeah. Now, this also brings up a good question. Who would Roman go up against night two? I heard a couple of rumors, but I don't. But I don't unless unless they save Cody and Roman for night two. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think so. I could see it easier yes. for night one, and it's not it's not Roman at all. I can see another title closing out night one. Who? What? Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. Yeah, you know what? I can see that. I, I can see, see that. that. Oh, or go or go ahead, Brian. I have another idea because I have another idea because they're they're pulling another story right now on Raw. Okay, and if they pull this off, then I think this should main event night one of Mania. Go ahead, Becky and Bailey, Hell in a Cell. Wow. Wow! Yeah, I think I think okay. that, I think that's the one. I think that's the one. I think that's the one. Getting back to Roman. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> just wanted to throw that out there. That would be my main event night one. Yeah, I I like your idea, Ryan. I love it because also supposedly next week they're doing they're actually doing that steel cage match next week on Raw. Right. Yeah, but there's gonna be some bullshit shenanigans. So I have a very strong feeling that it's gonna be that you know Becky you know being the baddest heel and all. She, and you know how the two of them can fucking pull off in Hell in a Cell matches, but they never face each other in Hell in a Cell. 
So why not do it at the grandstand, granddaddy of them all, and especially in the main event of night one? And also, too, that's in the backyard of Bailey. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah. But getting back to Roman for a minute, there was a push for something <laughs> that mm-hmm. actually had to stop. Yep. Do you guys remember what it was? There was yes, I do. There was, a- there was a couple of things. Ryan, you go first. Well, first of all, the original plan that everyone was talking about was him was Roman against The Rock, but that got scratched. Yes. So that, but then they were trying to pull in another legend, where apparently, if I say if I say this name, uh, I might be craving a beer. Oh shit! Wrong. Oh, they, he, Stone, he turned it down. That's that's what I was gonna say. You know, turn it. That's that's what I was getting. That Stone Cold Steve Austin, but <coughs> reports came out that he turned it down. Good. I'm glad. I'm joking. How about a Hall of Famer that is now back in the ring? That was injured prior to their match that they were supposed to have for the title. Who? I forgot. Edge. Oh yeah, yeah, that works. That that works as well. Yeah. Interesting. That works because as well. if you remember, Edge never really lost the title. He had to relinquish it due to injury. That's when he retired. Mm. And when he said he when he came back, he said he was going back for his title. They never pulled it because he got injured in the match down at full sale against Randy Orton. If you remember that match. Yeah. Yeah, but that but but then he but then he was in a triple threat match at Mania in Tampa. Right, but he never went for that belt. They pulled they didn't pull the trigger for it. Now they have a chance to do it. Yes, he's kind of in a storyline against Finn Judgment Day. and all that. Judgment Day, yeah. The Judgment yeah, Day. There was, there was an injury in chemistry. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but there was an in- Sorry about that, Carl, but there was an interest in chemistry between uh, Cody Rhodes and Edge while Edge was helping Cody Rhodes get rid yes. of... The, the judgment day, right? There was an interesting chemistry there, yeah. There was. Yeah, they I, were I, leading I, I would be to something. To see that, yeah. They're leading to something. Yeah, there is. They are. They are. Okay. Yeah. But if they do it right, Edge at Elimination Chamber. Oh. Wins the chamber. He Ooh. gets to pick where he wants to go. Correct? No. I know it's the Rumble winner picks whoever it is. No, 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 no. But the chamber is not the chamber is not for it's for the US title. Yeah. They they changed it this year, yeah. But what if they change it up? No, they they're not gonna change they're not gonna change it up, dude. They already announced it last night that it's for the US title. Yeah. Yeah. But they can also put in a they could do another match, not at not in the chamber itself. But a number one contenders match. Mm. But that will kind of defeat the purpose of Cody winning the freaking Rumble then. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We'll see. But here's the thing. Remember, he's got both belts. The US, uh, the Raw and the SmackDown. 
Oh, now I see where you're getting at. This one would be for the other belt. When, when it's when when it's, Cody goes for the raw one, fine. Yeah. Have Edge go for SmackDown. When it, yeah, but didn't they? not on the SmackDown. Because you really got nobody on SmackDown that is at the caliber of Roman. Yeah, but if I remember correctly, didn't they announce that Cody's going for both titles? Yeah, but they can change it up, though. They, yeah. Look at what they did with Otis in the briefcase, dude. That's true. Yeah. That is true. I will give. I will. Well, I will say that. WWE changes things on the fly. Yeah, they do. They've been doing that for years. Yeah. Just because Triple H is in charge doesn't mean he can't change it up. Plus, plus it is, they did say that they wanted to split the titles. Correct. So you yep. have Cody win. The Raw title. Yep. Night one. Night two, you have Edge winning. Oh, man. For, for, me, for me personally, I'm just saying from a personal perspective, that would be fucking incredible, man. That would be fucking incredible. I like that idea, but maybe swap it up. Do the do the SmackDown on Saturday, on the Saturday, and the Raw on Sunday. Right. Yeah, yeah. Whichever yeah. way you want to do it. I yeah. Now... You have Roman chasing after those belts. I understand that they were trying to make him the longest reigning holder. Yeah, yeah. But the problem is the storylines are getting weaker and weaker and weaker. So now if you change it up, you have a better storyline because you have other talents Chasing after that belt with a new holder. Actually, yeah, you're right, Carl. And actually, I think I think the actual point was for him to lose it, or for Roman to lose it. I mean, that, that was always the that that was always the plan. I think in some way, yeah, for him to lose that at Mania, lose them at Mania, the belts. I think it was always the plan, right? Yeah, yeah I was because supposedly from what I read. Uh, they're going to do some sort of probably do the draft probably sometime in May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, I think like I think like right in the beginning of May. Yeah, yeah. after after Mania, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that, that makes sense though because the last couple yeah, of years were... they need to get rid of the draft shit. No, no, no. It's good. It's good. It's good. No, I like it. I like. I like it. I like, it. I, I like when they're doing this now. And not in October, a week before no. Survivor Series. The reason yeah. I'm saying get rid of the draft. You guys had wrestlers drafted from Raw to SmackDown, SmackDown to Raw. They're still showing up on both shows. So what the hell's the point? <laughs> well, that's because, that's because the title holders hold both titles for both brands. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even him. You had other guys showing up on both shows. No, like Montez Ford. I, I, I don't want yeah, Austin Theory had the damn briefcase showing up on both shows, but he was drafted to Raw. Come on. Really? That's what I'm saying. The When it was in its heyday, it was perfect because you didn't see guys on each side going back and forth to the shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of get that. I kind of get that. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I see what you're saying, but I I I like when they do it now for the one reason 
because a lot of times they tend to do it, and it's usually right, like literally a week or two before Survivor Series. Yeah, that's. And then it's like, okay, well, we just drafted all you guys to Raw. You guys have to now defend Raw at Survivor Series back when they were doing the Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Yeah. Days. Oh God. No, so it didn't make any sense. But I want to keep things moving here because we we still have some stuff I want to get. We want you know we need to get to. Last thing I want to get to on the Rumble before we take another break and we get back, we come back talking about the main yep. event from AEW last week. Yep. Overall grade of the Royal Rumble. Ryan, let me go to you first because Costa already gave his. Yeah. When we opened it. Sorry, sorry guys. Oh no, you're good. You're good, buddy. But you're good. Uh, what about you? B. B. Like seventy-five B or. 75, maybe 80. 80? Because the women's title match, no disrespect towards them, that was kind of a dud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And to be honest, the pitch black match, I was already fucking exhausted from the men's rubble match. Nah, I, I like the, I like the, me personally, I like the pitch. No, I, I like I liked the concept, but at that point, I was so, t- I was starting to get exhausted. Yeah. That, way when it came, that way, when it came to the women's title match, yeah. I was burnt out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it, I get it, I get it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Kasi, you gave yours before, right? I gave it a I gave it a nine point five out of ten. Yeah, yeah. The 9. only 5? thing I didn't like was the fact that obviously Cody Rhodes got announced early, right? That's the only problem in the storyline wise. That's it, and that's the other reason why I'm down to like a B, like eighty yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I actually want to pull up because I actually put out a a question about this on my face through the Ronald's Facebook page. And we actually had some comments coming in. I'd like to read some of them okay. quickly in regards sure. to this question. Just give me a second. Now for here. this one, I'm putting you on full screen. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh god, my open mug. Uh yeah. one uh we had one comment coming in. Yeah. Uh we had one coming in from Mikey who said that he loved it. Uh we had another one coming from our buddy David. Who said I loved it to hell with all the haters? Most old cold fans today do too much complaining and not enough appreciating when it comes to wrestling. They don't seem to realize how hard organizing events, booking matches, and ensuring that they run smoothly really is. It's not easy. I've learned to appreciate and enjoy all wrestling shows, the great and not so great, no matter what transpires between, because in my opinion, that's what it that's what being a wrestling fan is about. Mm-hmm. So we had we had pretty much it seems like it was mixed almost, but let me take myself off full screen because I really don't like looking at my ugly mug. Yeah. Yeah. I got okay. you, John. Thank you. <laughs> um, but my grade for this is not going to be is going to be. I'm going to go B minus. Okay, but what, what, can you be okay? I, I understand this letter shit, but can you give a like a percentage? What's what, okay. what B minus? What like what is it? Sorry. This letter shit. No, I'm just Well play blame the United States uh educational system for that one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Sorry, cool stuff. Not a not a problem, man. <laughs> you you mispronounced my name, didn't you? <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> you, you'll see what I'm going to do to you out there. I'm joking. No, no, no. 
Oh, wait until wait until we get off camera. That way, I guess. Mm, nope. Um. <laughs> All right. What's your? Plan? Gosh, I'll, I'll explain off camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. But John, can, John, can you uh, can you you know transcribe into number form for the Canadian? I would go seventy. Seventy. Oh man, that's okay. That's low. That's I'm low. saying that for one that's reason. Low. I'm saying that for one reason. Oh, yes, I know why, because, you know. Why? Uh, may I? Yeah, I'll tell you, right? <laughs> because it was too, because the men's rumble was too predictable. We knew who was going <laughs> to win, because they announced that Cody Rhodes was going to be on the show, and Cody Rhodes is the rumble winner. <laughs> oh, man. So that's why I'm giving it a 70, because it was too damn predictable. Well, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> yes, part of, grade, part of my grade is because of, of the fact that they announced Cody. Yeah, yeah. I felt that the, right, you touched on before, the women's, uh, Raw Women's title match to me seemed like it could have just been another episode of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that was rusty. Yeah, that was rusty. Yeah, that was, uh, that was rusty. And also, 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 what sucked about that was they did, they did the video package for, you know, Uncle Howdy. I thought we just saw him fucking jump off a ledge. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? That's true, that's true, that's true. I felt that to me, my the two biggest moments for me, one was a match and one was a moment. Yeah. My match for me was the women's rumble. Yeah. Because of like I said it before, it had the unpredictability. You I mean, it was a well, it was a good guess for a lot of people that it was gonna be Rhea. Yeah. But they put that doubt in a lot of times where also, they were pushing Raquel. They were pushing Piper Niven. They were pushing all these other people where you didn't know who was going to win. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And the other moment for me was Sammy Turner on the bloodline. Last thing I want to say about the Rumble, first of all, Shotzi Blackheart, you drive in with a tank. You saw how long that goddamn ramp was. Why the hell did you stop the tank? I couldn't hear what. What was the last part of what you said? You drive in with a tank, what? You know how Shotzi comes in with a tank? Yeah, oh. yes. The ramp for the Rumble was a pretty long ramp. It was. It As was. always. She yeah. was the only person who had a motorized vehicle, so I said, okay, good. Maybe she's actually thinking and is going to drive the tank all the way to the ring. No, she drives it out onto the entrance, gets out of the tank, and walks the entire entrance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought... The simple thing to do would be to drive it all the way down to the ring. Or at least drive it halfway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. But yeah, that's why to me, that's why I give it a, a 70 for that reason. And I've heard hard, I heard people hated this damn rumble because of the uh, music. Uh, oh, God. The music. Oh, the, or the performance. Yeah. That, that's. Oh, uh, God. That, that Hardy? Was, that, was, that was horrible. Yuck. Never heard of this guy, so I, I they're like, don't even look it up. I was like, Ooh. Yeah. no, no, seriously, it was. No. I, 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 I think, I think, I think Costa's singing. I'm not, I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, no, Costa can say. That's fine. I meant John singing could do better than Hardy. Oh, I'll Jesus put it Christ. this way: the <laughs> fact that that's WWE officials, oh, yeah, I know, right? We're sour about his performance. And what? And what's yeah, the, the coming in? And what's with the placement with that performance? Yeah. Ugh. 
Our good friend David on the other side of the pond says the Rumble got a lot of hate, but I personally enjoy it. And I think the Wyatt versus Knight match was just a small taste of what's to come. I think that this match was just the catalyst for better and longer matches in the near future. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. David's not wrong on that at all. That's no, true. not at all. Which, speaking about catalyst, I did laugh. I did laugh at one part of it. How Jay White wasn't even in the Rumble; he was trending. Predicted so. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He, yeah. He had the he had the greatest appearance. Yeah, he had the greatest appearance all on that Cardona. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ray Mysterio had the best performance of the night. He lasted seventy five minutes. Ray Mysterio. Oh, that, well, apparently he got injured. He got injured. The yeah, night he got before. injured the night before. Yeah. Laredo. In Laredo. Yeah. Yep. God damn it. But no, but no, no, no. He, no his 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 almost his match. Their matches. What? What? Cody and Rhea both yeah. were minor injured in the Rumble matches. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think uh, for, I think from what I heard, Rhea popped her knee or something like that. Yes. Because yeah. you can see the ref from the outside continuously talking to her, right? Yep. Right. And then Cody, okay, I yeah. think, had a blow out his eardrum, I think. Cody? Was that Cody? Yeah, well, what do you well, what do you expect when you're getting fucking chopped by Gunta? I know, I know. Huh? Yeah, those Just, chops hold on. hurt. John, get a chance. Go back and watch Randy versus Gunta in a slap chest. Uh, yeah, it's on YouTube. Oh on yeah, looking at it. Uh huh. I, I'm not now, Randy, yeah. who can chop like anybody else. Yeah. He felt it so bad that he actually walked away. He was like, Damn. it made him break character for a minute. For, for the for the crowd that says wrestling is fake, you don't want to get shot by cancer. I can tell. I can tell you that shit, man. You don't want. I actually, I can say this right now, as somebody who's been chopped. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh -huh. I'm gonna say it this way: for those of you that say wrestling is fake. There was an incident here this weekend in Jersey that is not fake. You'd say it again, we will find you and beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. from the people from us around here at the Round the Rose podcast, I know our good friend Bob Culture is watching. Vicious Vicky is watching. Vicky, please get better. We will miss you and we can't wait to see you back in the ring. And that's yeah. all we're gonna say on this. Let's cut to a break and then we'll come back and talk about the AW Dynamite main event. We'll be right back. Right yep. Peace out, guys. Hey, guys. This is Carl from the ATR Network, also the producer of the Around Rose podcast. And I'm proud to introduce to you one of our good partners, Moonstar Smoke, right here in Animal Park, New Jersey. There's their phone number, their fax number. Guys, if you're a, a vape smoker like I am, they have everything you need. Also, too, if you're a hookah smoker, they have all your needs for that. Check them out. They're a mom-and-pop store. Sweetest people in the world, and you want to check them out. But also, too, you want to stay tuned to see more advertisements coming from them. And we are back live right here on the Iron Ropes Podcast. As always, check out our sponsors. Check out our partners. Support all of them. 
they do great things. But guys, let's get some AEW talk because we had a main of that on Dynamite a couple days ago. Oh, yep. That was probably the most emotional main event I have ever seen. I'm going to say this. If you did not cry at that, you're not human. Uh Uh-huh. In case people don't know what I am talking about, the main event for Dynamite last week saw Jay Lethal take on his longtime friend, Mark Briscoe as a tribute to Mark's brother, Jay Briscoe, who passed away days beforehand. Yeah, days before, yeah. Actually, if I remember serves you right, he, when, he, when Jay Briscoe died, we were actually live on air. Yeah, we yeah. were. We were. Yeah, we were live on air, yeah. So it was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. Two weeks ago, yeah. And that main event not only told the story, but that brought every that brought everybody in the wrestling world together. Yeah. Because I, I, I will say I will say this though. That package that they put together for for Jay Briscoe was Oh my god. Incredible, man. As I, I say, Casa, if you didn't cry that night, oh I, I was definitely human. I, I was definitely emotional. That was that was freaking incredible. The la- the last time I cried on a wrestling, I, you know, watching a wrestling show, yeah, was the Brody Lee show. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The one thing and I know. Can I say one thing? And I probably will get chastised for this. This was more emotional than when Brody Lee died. That true. Yeah. This well, was more emotional than that. I I think so. Oh yeah. But I will say this much though. Tony Khan may get hit, may have his issues with some members of the IWC, but the one thing I'll never take away from that guy is when he has to put together a tribute video for a wrestler who has passed. Mm-hmm. He does some of the best work I've ever seen. Yeah. Or like one of the songs I have, I think I have it on my Spotify or one of my playlists, is the song that they used for Brody Lee's uh, pack, video package. Yeah. And when I hear back that song, the images that I have going through my head are from that Brody Lee video. But I mean, I'm I'm just gonna say this right now. I'm personally glad for one thing that they finally allowed the Briscoes to be on AEW TV. Finally, yeah. AEW Warner Broadcasting allowed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and also and also. Fucking backlashed for not allowing AEW to do the tribute like they wanted to the week before. Pretty much. Yeah, and I'm happy they finally allowed it. What I loved about this match was two of the original Ring of Honor veterans in that match to close out the show. Well, not only not only that, but they made everything they made everything like the last year with that match, basically Ring of Honor style. Because not only was it you know Jay and Mark, which by the way, kudos to Jay for for keeping it together throughout the entire match. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, also, you had the referee, who was Paul Turner, who was one of the original officials. Um, on commentary, you have Ian Riccoboni and Caprice Coleman from Ring of Honor. Yeah. And you have and you have Bobby Cruz, who was the announcer for, for Ring of Honor. So yeah. everything about it was Ring of Honor-esque. And I'm not and again, not gonna lie. When when literally you hear those words, reach for the sky, boys, playing over the P, oh, playing over the music the PA system, and the crowd popped, especially got louder when Mark came out. Talk about goosebumps all over. Yep. Actually, I read something in regards to the Reach for the Sky Boys. Do you know where they got that line from? Toy Story. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was from because what I read what the article. Yeah, that uh, Jay had watched that movie so many times with his kids. Yeah. Yeah. That that became his catchphrase. And when I heard that, I was like, it, it kind of caught me off guard for a second. I'm like, wait. From toy, I'm like, you wouldn't suspect Toy Story to be. What well, led to that? John, just think about it. A lot of the catchphrases or um, intros are from things you wouldn't even think of. No. Okay? Yeah. Prime true. example. John, you, me, and Ryan know Darius Carter very well. His yes. intro is trans Orchestra. Great band, by the way. I from the years I've known him, I'm sitting there going, "Where that? I've known, I've heard it, I have heard it." And then I'm watching YouTube with the Trans Siberian Orchestra, and I see them playing. And I was like, "Son of a bitch, that's where it's from." <laughs> yeah, and I told. And then another one is another person who you, me, and Ryan know, Vidi Pacifica. Yeah, yeah. His is uh, "Larger Than Life" by Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> There's one even more, John. Ace Austin. AC Baby. He comes out to... um. Oh, no, not Ace Austin. Ace Romero. Ace Romero. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. Um, shit. I forgot the name of the song, but it's like the lyrics like, Josie's on vacation so far yes. away. Yeah, that one. <laughs> like, as soon as that starts playing, everybody sings it because they know it. Now, I got one even better. And I witnessed this at Garden State Pro Wrestling. What? The one called Manders. Yes. He comes out to Wanted Dead or Alive. When that, when that chorus hits, right at the beginning, everyone was on their feet singing along to that shit. Yep. <laughs> but getting back, to the, getting back to the trivia package, what really hit me, though, like really got my waterworks going, was the footage that he that he had with his kids, especially especially the one with uh, him uh, doing cheer practice with his daughter? That yes. killed me because I because I remember seeing that video and I'm like, wow, damn, he's a really good cheerleader. <laughs> but just seeing that, it's like, wow. And and I actually good. and actually I agree with Carl. I agree with Carl. I think Jay I think Jay Briscoe, you know, passing away. Is worse than Brody is worse than Brody Lee because nobody would especially with the way that he passed too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I actually have a funny I have a funny story about Jay Briscoe. I apologize. I have a funny story about that. So back, back in uh last year, last year I actually had the opportunity to Which you uh, said you originally didn't, but then you contradicted yourself. I contradicted myself because I thought 
originally I originally I said I didn't work with them. I lied because I completely forgot about this. I forgot about the event because, well, <laughs> yeah, a lot of shit happened that day. John and I uh, don't for that night. Yeah, I know. I know. This this motherfucker was texting me the entire time. Stay <laughs> <laughs> off camera. I was doing my job there. The night I kept on texting him while we were watching doing the watch along, when we were on the old network, <laughs> I kept on saying, "Oh, there's Ryan. There's Ryan." Texting him, "Stay off camera." There <laughs> uh, was speaking about that event. I just a couple days ago, I was going through YouTube and I came up to the oh. Cardona. Can I, can I finish a story? I right ahead. Floor yours. And then you can talk about you know Cardona. Um, so. I, I, so for those that don't know, I had the opportunity to work uh, ring crew slash security for GCW when they did that show at Hammerstein. Insane atmosphere from start to finish. Insane, you know, all around. Afterwards, when we were when we were putting away the ring, when you know the crew was putting away the ring. Well, I mean, I wasn't just saying. Um, I was hanging out with uh, the Maximals that were there, the SAT, and also Mark and Jay Briscoe. And we were and we were behind the building in bullshit or whatnot. Jay comes to me and he's like, "Hey, Jay, you know, was holding was holding a little button. Like, hey, you want to take a hit of this? I'm like, no, 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 I'm good, man. Thank you. I was like, ah, more for me. Thank you. <laughs> but but Jay was the chillest guy. I am literally the nicest, humblest guy. And you know, I was trying to go for a handshake or whatever because Joel introduced me to him, and he's like, nah, I ain't going that hug him. I ain't doing for that handshake bullshit. Give me a fucking hug, okay? <laughs> but that's the thing about the Briscoes. They are family." oriented oh they're, they're phenomenal and they try to instill that in everybody be family oriented again as we all say we never know when it's our last time we don't, we don't. exactly and it's like they say with the politicians shake hands kiss babies okay to be honest with you that is the truth Shake somebody's hand because it might be their last or kiss the babies goodbye. No, you as uh as uh Nickelback as Nickelback said in one of their songs that today was if today was your last day. Yep. Yeah. There yet. Tim McGraw's song Live Like You're Dying. Oh yep. Yeah. Yeah. But I just want to go back, we're talking about that. GCW show at Hammerstein, and I recently came upon watching Matt Cardona's entrance yeah. from that show. And I'm watching yeah. it, I'm watching it, and Matt comes down the stairs, you know, in typical Matt Cardona fashion. And who do I see on his right shoulder? Brian. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Me. This yo yo. <laughs> But I love how he smacked mittens. Loved it. But here's oh no 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 he didn't smack mittens. He spit beer on him. That's uh -huh. it. Yes. But the funny part is also there's another YouTube show that I watch that did a whole feud with Brian Myers a number of years ago. <laughs> and they were doing a show in, at um, the Creative Pro School over in Hicksville. Oh my. Oh my god, I remember that show too. Oh my god. Video, I'm watching the video. And in case people don't know who I'm talking about, it's 
the YouTube show is called Grim's Toy Show. Watching the video, watching the video. Also, I'm looking, and I'm like, wait a second. There's a guy by the door who I recognize. <sighs> and I kept rewinding it, fast forward it. I'm looking, I'm going, son of a bitch, it's Ryan. <laughs> so I have seen Ryan now in a couple of videos on YouTube. Oh, there's a, there's a few there's a there's a few of them out there of me from Grimm's Toy Show. <laughs> but no, I I pop with that though. But getting back to yeah. the tribute, yes, I love at the end as Jay's walking up the ramp, he is finally letting his emotions get the best of him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also liked how they had a lot of the guys and gals have the Jay Briscoe shirt. Yep. Yeah. That was nice. Now, WWE superstars had the band that says Briscoe or Jay on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I know they just had the funeral for Jay. I think oh. a couple days oh, ago. Oh, yes, they did. Ryan, would you please read the story I sent you? Uh, certainly. I'm just going to try to find it on here. My apologies, folks. No worries. Take your time. Where the hell is it? I just had it. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Since we are talking about this, Briscoe. Yes. There we go. Okay. So uh, there were there were a bunch of there were a bunch of talents that went to that went to the went to the funeral. Actually, another story that Carl didn't send me, but I actually saw this. Tony Khan personally got a plane because this past weekend uh, they were doing dark tapings at Universal Studios. And after and afterwards, anyone that was going to the funeral from Orlando hopped on that plane and went straight to the funeral. While other other you know talent came from different came from wherever they were from, wherever they were at. Yeah, yeah. So Tony Khan actually bought a actually bought a plane. Wow. Uh, well, rented a plane for all the, for all the talent from Universal to go to the funeral. I missed that one, but that. Is an honor. That's incredible, man. Now, now, besides all this, all this, all the you know past superstars from Ring of Honor, current stars from AEW, but there were a couple of names that were that were uh, that were there. Which, by the way, also I think it's still on there. Um, you can actually watch the funeral on the Laurel School District YouTube channel. Yeah. Yes, you can. Um. How about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were among the many people in attendance to pay their respects to Jay? Literally, right after the Rumble, they jumped on a plane and headed up. And, and they left. They left straight from San Antonio to Delaware right after the Rumble. Yeah. Wow. If I'm not mistaken, I think James Ellsworth was also there from the picture that I've seen. Yeah, I think so. There, there was a bunch. There was a lot. There was a lot of people. Yeah. Actually, there was one picture I saw where, oh god, they're they're in the room, and it, Tony Khan was in this. It was Tony Khan, B.J. Whitmore, Whitmer, 
Um, the, uh, fuck, what was his face? Uh, Cash Wheeler from uh, FTR. Yeah. And then in the far distance, I actually saw one face that I'm like, oh, I spoken to him before. How about Bobby Fish was there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. Which makes perfect sense because we'll go back to those early Ring of Honor days. The Red Dragon. Was, yeah, with Red Dragon and Briscoes was one of the greatest tag team rivalries ever. Yeah. Now, now what I, what I liked about, you know, AEW after, you know, the main event match, you saw all the, you know, this, all the, uh, the wrestlers, male and female, on the stage wearing, you know, the Briscoe shirts. You know, and a bunch of them are in tears. You got Chuck Taylor that was in tears. Trent was in tears. But right in the front, you saw key specific people. You saw Christopher Daniels. Yep. You saw Tony Khan, obviously. BJ Whitmer. Yeah. Adam Cole. Samoa Joe. Yep. And the list and the list goes and saw and Sanjay Dutt. Because you, you forget that that whole early and that's the early days of Ring of Honor. That pretty much that's the old school Ring of Honor. Yeah, that's the Ring of Honor that I always look forward to going onto YouTube and watching clips of. Well, yeah, because that was actual wrestling too. Yeah, yeah. I mean back then when you had, if I remember correctly, you had like Nigel McGuinness versus Daniel versus Brian Danielson. Oh, yeah. Folks, if you never had a chance to see it, I highly recommend going back to you. It's probably on YouTube. If not, go to Otter Club. Because I think they did they officially open up Otter Club now. Yes, they did. I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yep. I would yes, they did. Go back and watch some of the old Ring of Honor stuff because oh, oh it that's was, real that's real wrestling right there. Oh yeah. Especially yes, those sir. Kevin Steen El Generico. Kevin Steen, my guy. Ladder War. Which I don't know. Whatever happened to El Generico? Last time, I heard, last time I heard, he's in the middle of Tijuana um, at an orphanage singing lullabies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's the last I heard. Yeah, I haven't heard his name in a while. I wonder if he's okay. Instead of lullaby and goodnight, ole, 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 ole. Ole, 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 ole. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, but, guys, <laughs> anything else you guys want to get to tonight before we wrap up? I'm looking to see. I'm looking, I'm looking to see right now, actually. Just to see if there's, a, just to see if there's anything that we, uh, we missed out. I don't think there was. I'm trying to remember, honestly. We have... Oh, we forgot about a return that happened at the Rumble. What? Ooh. Pat McAfee. Oh, oh. Which, by the way, about Pat McAfee. Uh, Cole and Graves' reaction. They didn't know he was coming. They, they didn't, didn't even know. know. They had no idea. Nope. 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 When Cole turned around and said, "I spoke to him early today on Facetime in his studios in Indianapolis," that was all legit. Yeah, it was, it was, it was. His plane didn't arrive in San Antonio until 20 minutes before they were supposed to go live. Wow. Wow. Hey, I'm glad McAfee's back. Me too. Ha! Ha! Hell yeah. Ha! 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 Sorry. What? Um, there's some breaking news. 
What? I told you the graphic. No, no, no. So, obviously, we all know that WrestleMania is in Los Angeles for WrestleMania. And every time there's always shows that are happening in the area. Well, GCW is, you know, doing their collective. And one of the events they're bringing in is Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 9. Um, Mr. Producer, will you please put me on full screen so I can show the graphic of a dream match that is actually going to be fucking happening. And I cannot... I actually might buy the pay-per-view my pay-per-view and watch this shit. Are you gentlemen ready? Yes. yes. Oh, hell yes. Oh, are you serious? Wow. As of today, Kota Ibushi is a free agent. And he actually... And... And he and he will be appearing in uh in a few of the events that weekend for GCW. Wow! I love so it. should I sell it in the plane flights? What? what? Should I sell it in the flights? Uh bitch! I'm gonna start walking. <laughs> yeah. If you leave, and, and also, and also. Also, during that weekend, uh, one of the shows is called Gringo Loco, The World on Lucha. And one big name that they actually are bringing in for that one. And hee-haw, and hee-haw, Dan Vikingo. Holy shit. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of stuff to watch that weekend. Plus, also, apparently, it's opening day that weekend. Just want to throw that out there. Oh, and also, and also, Timothy Thatcher will be at Bloodsport. Really? Uh huh. I'm looking at it right. I'm looking through right now. Um. Also, DDT is going to Hollywood as part of the collective. Really? Wow. But guys, just think. Next year, it's here in Philly. Oh fuck yeah! <clears throat> oh yeah, we will definitely. We will uh, be uh, here one way or another. Oh hell yeah! What? Hell yeah! Oh, and I and actually, yes, uh, Kid Bandit was yes, yep, Billy. Uh, Kid Bandit was just announced <laughs> for uh. Effie's big game brunch in LA, which actually I will gladly run through run through the, the lineup card quickly for the for all the shows. Not in the match, not match order, but you know, show order. Okay. So starting on Thursday, March 30th, at all taking place at the Ukrainian Culture Center in LA. At eleven AM, it's the Santino Brothers Santino Bros Wrestling Academy doing an event. Followed by Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 9 at 4 p.m. Mind you, this is 4 p.m. their time. Okay. Um, 8 p.m. DDT Pro Wrestling. And then then at 11.59 p.m., or in this case, 3 a.m. on our end, it's For the Culture. Oh, nice. And then on Friday, March 31st, at 11 a.m., it's Jimmy Lloyd's D-Generation F. <laughs> at 3 p.m., it is DDT versus GCW. Um, at 8 p.m., it is Joey Janela's Spring Break 7, which was just announced that it, that event is completely sold out. 
Before they even announce any matches, the event is sold out. Wow. Um, and, and at 11.59 p.m., it is Emo Fight. And then on Saturday at 11 a.m., it's Effie's Big Gate Brunch, L.A., followed by Gringo Locals, The World on Lucha at 9 p.m., which obviously we know why. There's a big time gap in the middle. Because, because Effie's Big Gate Brunch is going eight hours. Um... <laughs> And then on Sunday at 12 p.m., it is the from the Millennium Biltmore Hotel at WrestleCon. It's the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame Ceremony. Mm, nice. So, folks, if you're into indie wrestling, that's definitely a weekend you're not going to want to miss. That, that weekend is definitely packed. And now I know why, and now I know why Joey Janela's spring break got, got sold out. Why? Ibushi's wrestling on the show. I, I I love Ibushi, man. I love Ibushi. Oh, I do too. I love Kota Ibushi. Um, oh, God. Are you serious? What? So is Maki Ito. Oh, oh wow. Oh, hello, DDT. Duh. Yeah. And also, ha, ha, ha. Yes, I'm making noises. I don't care. Ah, ta, ta, full screen, full screen, full screen, full screen, please. I got it, I got it. For Joey Janela's spring break. Oy. Oh, God. Again? Uh, what, do you mean, what do you mean again? <laughs> and let's, hold on, let's see. GCW for Toronto. Let's see. Uh, not worth it. Not worth it. Not worth it. Oh, sorry, gossip. And worth it. Um, here it is. Get out of here. Get I mean, that, that probably that probably will draw more than uh than a Maple Leafs game. Probably. Yeah, probably right. <laughs> wow. You guys don't understand. I'm not really a Maple. And never mind. I'm not gonna explain myself. Just, just, just gossip. Just tap out. But uh, yeah, but yeah, folks, definitely. But yeah, folks, definitely check out, especially if you, especially if you're the millions and millions of fans heading up to Los Angeles. Make sure to check out WrestleCon that weekend. You know where there'll be other shows that'll be in the area, which I think also. Who's flying me to LA? Um, I, I'll do it. I'll oh, Kasi! Wait, Kasi, you're gonna fly all of us? Thanks, buddy. No. Wow, such, wow, 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 such, such generous Canadian hospitality. Wow. Except, except you, Mr. Peterson. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, this is a roller. I'll start walking to LA. Oh, by the time I get there, I'll be media. Probably. Yeah. You do Okay, never mind. I'm not gonna say. But yeah, but yes, like, yes, like Carl said, WrestleMania 40 will be in Philly next year. Yeah, and in one way, shape, or form, this show will be there. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. We will. We will. We will. Yes, the three of us will. <laughs> oh. I, 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 I may show up there as a surprise. You don't know when I'm gonna show up to you. 
Tati, if you show up, then I then assume hell will freeze over. <laughs> but guys, I don't think we have anything else to get to. And I think it's safe to say we can start wrapping up. Hell is all hell is already frozen over because Mr. Peterson is a part of it. Oh <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yes, we just Carl start. looks very <laughs> confused right now. Don't get me started. Don't get me started, Costa. <laughs> I got a whole arsenal, and why does Carl look like he's constipated right now? Jonathan Blaine. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. For once, it's not me. You're going to wrap up the show without telling everybody the biggest thing we have coming up this weekend? I was about oh. to get to it. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't start wrapping this shit up before you make this big announcement again. Okay. Now, guys, Carl, can you can you graciously please put up the logo or the graphic, please? Yes, guys, this weekend it is finally happening. Oh, wait, hold on. This weekend it's finally happening. Myself and Carl will be down in Baltimore for Celeb Fest 6. That's 6. Or Six. We'll actually have talent coming down with us. What? What? Now, Carl, would you be so gracious and to tell the listeners who we're going to have with us? Hmm. We have the lovely Miss Larkin, the courageous Christina Marie. JC Storm and <laughs> WWE legend. Yes, I said legend. From the Spirit Squad, we've got Mikey. Okay. Mikey! Coming to Celeb Fest 6. Hooray! This Sunday, we will be there from 9.30 to Two. Oh shit. Doors open at 9 a.m., folks. But we will be there at 9:30. Because not only do they have wrestling legends coming in with the ATR promotion, but they also have World Series champions, Baltimore Orioles coming in. But bigger than that, yeah. They have the legend. Pete Rose coming in. So if you're in the Baltimore area, please come out and support all the superstars. And when I say superstars, I don't mean just wrestling. Because these guys are talented on the field in baseball. Yes. It's going to be it's gonna be a fun weekend being back down in the Baltimore area. Definitely come out, say hi. Like I said, we will have, as Carl mentioned before, Courageous Christina Marie, JC Storm, the lovely Miss Larkin, Adam WWE, and the Spirit Squad, the one, the only, Mikey. So definitely stop by, say hi, get an autograph, get a picture, you name it, we'll have it. But Ryan, let me throw it out to you. What do you okay. Oh, good Lord Almighty. Well, first of all, folks, you can find me on Instagram at WrestlingMC. 
I rarely use Twitter anymore because I think 95% of the time that's toxic. Uh, Facebook, you can find my name, Ryan Peterson. But coming up, um, I just I took a little I took a few weeks off from announcing because I just needed you know time for myself. But I'm back on it next weekend, uh, February 11th, as I'm back in the mic with WrestlePro in Raleigh, New Jersey. And then the following week, I got something lined up. It's still a work in progress on Saturday, the 18th. Uh, but then the next day, the 19th, I have Creative Pro Wrestling in Lindbrook, New York. And then further down, I believe, yeah, March the 3rd. March the 3rd, I am in the Boogie Down Bronx with Invictus Pro Wrestling. Uh, March 11th, I will be appearing alongside DMZ Promotions at the big event as they are bringing in um, Ernest the Cat Miller, Glacier, and some tag team called the Vaughn Villains in English and Simon Gotch. Um, also, on the 18th, we have I have WrestlePro once again with, just announced, Sean Spears, Joey Janela, and Nick Wayne. Uh, the 19th, from what I heard, I believe it's Creator Pro. Not sure. Uh, the 31st, I am with WIN in Jersey, Richfield Park, New Jersey, at the Richfield Park Whorehouse, which is Joel Maximo's promotion. Uh, I'm feeling I'm missing something. I think, oh yeah, something's on the, tw I have something on the 25th of March, but now I'll figure that out later on down the road. But again, folks, that's what I have going on in the next couple of months. Yippee! And I'm not going to LA. Because I'm sorry, I don't have a kidney. I don't have an extra kidney to sell for a flight ticket. So, ah. yes, sir. So, and also, and, and also, by the way, one more thing, Costa. I'm sorry. This yes, is just sir. this is just for one person. Put this back on full screen. Tonight's episode was sponsored by Apple Pies. <laughs> <laughs> You forgot to showcase our copy this time. Oops, anyway, anyway. It's okay. Oh, you mean this, Cop? You mean this? Yeah. You mean this? That's right. It is our ETR coffee. You have that beside ah. you. You have that beside you like 24-7, man. You drink it like 24-7 anyway, but <clears throat> anyway. Can... Oh, quit your whining. Quit your whining. I don't know what you're whining about. So, in my case, you can... Uh, so, on Thursday... Uh, it is the first live episode of my show and Chris and Chris's Chris Rex show, um, The Rock and Rap Connection. Uh, again, it's our first live show, so please tune into that uh, Thursday, eight PM, I believe. Um, also, you can follow me at, on, on Twitter at uh, Costa Pacneris. Or roadtoriches.ca. Um, type in either of those things, and and you'll find me. Um, uh, in terms of wrestling wise, I think uh, Destiny Wrestling had a had an event uh, this past weekend. It, it went very well, and uh, it was a good turnout. Um, as always, I think Alicia Atut was um, hosting it. I think she's the official uh, host, but um, yeah, uh, there's a lot of good wrestling coming up here in Toronto, and yeah, I, I think GCW is, as uh, Mr. Peterson announced, I think GCW is going to be here uh, soon. I don't remember. March 19th. March 19th. March 19th. Oh, March 19th. Yeah, March 19th. 
they'll be here on March 19th. So I believe tickets are on sale right now for that event. Um, again, GC. If, if, if there's any left. Yeah, if there is any left, yeah. <laughs> That's true because events here uh, sell out quick. So um, you guys can look for tickets for that. And uh, yeah, um, that's all I have to say for tonight. Thanks everyone for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Uh, let me throw it over now to Carl. So, for me, you'll see me this weekend down in Baltimore at Slam Fest 6 with the ATR promotion, which is us, guys. So, please come out for that. But also, too, coming up this month is just that. But in March, we have the big event, March 11th. Yeah. On the 18th, you have New England Wrestling Alliance up in Schenectady, New York, that John and I are the broadcasting promote team for. Then, on March 25th, in York, Pennsylvania, you have Pay Your Dues, which we will be part of. So you want to check that out. And you will also catch me on the 31st at the SAT show. Come and check us out. And finally for me, uh, oh, actually, before I get to that, Carl, you can put me back on a little screen for right now. In uh, a little bit of entertainment news, because I think this guy also had a stint on Raw, uh, has some sad news to report. Dr. Phil is ending his show. What? Oh, God. Well, good, well, good to read it's about it's time. Yeah. It was so on. It's still on. Yeah, exactly. That's my. A, uh, Variety just reported it about an hour ago that he will end his original run of original episodes the spring, this coming spring, after being on the air for 21 seasons. Wow. So, yeah. Long. yeah. Actually, John, real quick, before we get into that, I got. Other news for wrestling. Um, it was known as the Maximum Male Models are no longer on SmackDown. They made the leap up to Raw. Yep. And they're oh, eyeing wow. uh, Otis, apparently. Otis is going to be there. Wow. Wow. Yep, Otis is going to be a male model. Maybe then there's hope for me after all. Good fucking Lord. I'm sorry, but the <laughs> run he had with, with Gable... The, the run he had with Gable was pretty amazing, though. So, yeah, yeah. let's see. But, uh, yeah, I'll do my final thoughts quickly now. Oh, good Lord. Oh, God. <laughs> my ugly bug. Uh, guys, uh, tonight's been a fun show. Shut up, Costa. Uh, tonight's been a fun show. I want to thank Ruthless Lala for joining the program. Final thoughts for me. It's been a crazy week of wrestling. Another crazy week is coming up. Uh, also, I want to reiterate the announcement again in case you've missed it. We are now on all audio. We're all there. Try it again. Take two. We are now also on all streaming platforms as well, which includes Apple iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and many others. So definitely, if you did not get a chance to watch us live, go check us out there. The links for all of them will be posted on our Twitter and on our Facebook page tonight. So you'll definitely, there's really no excuse for missing a show. Let me put it that way. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at John underscore Blaine. You can find the show at Around Rope Show. You can find the ATR Network at ATR, at the ATR underscore network or something like that. Just have the ATR Network to find us. Um, rise up before we have our coffee still. 
definitely try it. It's some of the best coffee I've ever had. And tune in also, one last thing I want to mention, because we have some special YouTube exclusives in the works. Don't want to reveal them yet, but they're in the works. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Just type in John Blade. Just look for this ugly mug. You'll see me there. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it for me as far as final thoughts go. And wow, this really looks weird now with me. Oh, there we go. Uh, for I do my job right, John. I, I'm not saying anything. Good lord. <laughs> For Ryan, for Carl, and for Costa, I'm John. It's been another installment of the Iron Milk's podcast. Again, we'll catch you guys. If you're down in Baltimore, we'll see you guys this weekend. If not, we'll be back here next week. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace.